Hello everyone and welcome back to Mushtar FM 89.6. Today we have another gossip show. Gossip, 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 gossip. gossip, gossip. gossip. <laughs> hello, hello, Maria. Oh my How God, so many voices. What happened? I always get like confused. So today is not just me. I also have Victor. Hello. Hello to everyone. How are you? I expect that you take your best seat and your best headphones and your or your best speakers to listen to these amazing Eurodramas. Yeah, today is going to be a good one. There's a lot of juice. But before we talk about that, there is also Mate. Hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back after the Eurodramas 5. That was the last time that I was here. The fifth one? The fifth one. Okay, I don't remember exactly if it was like the third, fourth, or fifth. I knew you were here one time or two times, but yes. So now you're back for the probably, I don't want to say it for sure because we never know, but this is probably going to be the last one. What if, <laughs> if there's going to be another drama? And that's going to be a, an urgent drama. I mean, it could be because I'm staying here a little bit longer. So if if uh, that drama happened before the 31st, the commission of Eurodramas <laughs> will <gather. laughs> we have another meeting. We have to tell it. <laughs> yes. Okay, so yeah, we're talking about Eurodramas. This is Eurodramas part eight. Dun, 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 And of course, we had to have that intro. Like, we needed that intro as always because without that music, it's not Eurovision. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. But uh, with uh, its music, Maria, it's the Melody Festival. Yes. yes. Still talking about it. Still, at last, it has ended, right? We've been talking about it for like three Euro dramas. <laughs> Even if we try to avoid it, it's impossible to avoid it because mm. a lot of drama happens in this festival, you know, and also in the final. <laughs> yes, so now the finale of the Melody Festival. We have our reporter, Victor. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But also, of course, guys, if you want to comment, I want that you also discuss uh, with me this UC uh, Melody yes, yes, Festival. Yes, I have opinions. Let's start and uh, spoilers allowed. If you didn't watch already the um, Melody Festival, sorry, but it's already finished. So finally, Lorin, as expected, won the Melody Festival in 2023 with the song Tattoo. Tattoo. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say. That this year, since we know that Lorin will take part in this edition, it's like a, it's suspicious that uh, she will be the winner and also because she performed like at the end almost of the participants mm. I mean the last one in fact <laughs> of the original ones of the first 32 contestants so for me this year was less emotion because it's Lorin come on it's a brand mm. in fact in the Eurovision environment she's a really good singer so it was not a a surprise that it, with the points and this thing less emotion and when I watch this kind of festivals I want emotion so after some festivals that we saw that was not at all with a surprise or something like that San Marino <laughs> <laughs> who said that was too obvious that Lorin will be the winner we have to say that it's a good winner for uh, Eurovision for go to Eurovision but I mean Let the opportunity to other ones because uh, we had, uh, for example, uh, Six Feet Under, that it was a really nice song with a really good group. Yeah, I have to say that after you said last time that it was a really good song, I have been listening to it nonstop. I have been craving this song because it's really, really good. 
from the Melody Festival. Uh-huh. I think my favorite was from Melody Festival was Marcus and Martin's oh, Air. Really? It, Air. I think I was rooting for them. I knew that Lorraine's going to win uh-huh. because Lorraine is Lorraine. Yes. But I think Marcus and Martin's was, I don't know, they were giving a vibe that even though Lorraine was, you know, 2012 winner, she's a great singer, good songs have the vibe, but I think Marcus and Martinez was better. Like, it's a very controversial opinion, but I think Marcus and Martinez was better. They were almost about to win. In fact, uh, Lorin received 92 points of the professional jury, the international in this uh, case, and the air received 71 points. So the final decision, as always in the Melody Festival, <laughs> was with the audience, with the televoting, and uh, they were, until uh, the end, uh, who's going to win, but... I mean, it was too obvious. I think that these guys will participate in another ones and maybe they will go in future years because the people receive really good the participation of uh, these guys. So I think, I think they should have participated in the Norwegian, the Norwegian selection. Because in fact, they are Norwegian. So they would have participated as Swedish participants, but they are Norwegian. And I think, in my opinion, the Norwegian song is Oof. not as good. We have a lot of drama with this song, Victor and me. <laughs> Because, yeah, we can tell that the production is a little bit... How can we say it, Victor? <laughs> like, it's kind of Alan Walker, no? The mm. Norwegian it's a copy. production. <laughs> oh, no, 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 it's not a copy for sure. But I mean, it's mine. Yeah, it sounds similar. So I think that these guys, I haven't heard them, but I trust your instincts. So maybe they would have been better as the Norwegian representatives. Yeah, they would have I believe been. so. <laughs> So also we have to say that uh, with the voting process was a little bit of drama. The international one well, was more, um, you know, polite and divide the points. So everyone received points. <laughs> but we have to say that the song Royals, <laughs> I didn't like. But also the audience didn't like because also received only one point. Boy. What is the moment that, okay, the jury maybe don't give you points, but with the audience that will be the people that maybe buy your song or go to your concert, give you only one point. I mean, one sad and one and only point. So it's better not to do music. <laughs> yeah, when that happens in Eurovision, that someone just gets like one point or like two no. points, it's so sad. So I can imagine favorite, that in the melody is also the same. My favorite one is when they said that, like, for example... Germany, I'm sorry, zero points. <laughs> no, yeah, 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 because in, in, uh, in Eurovision happened, but in Melody, I think that they were, even the organization was kind of polite, even if they received zero point, blah, 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 Collins, maybe they give to them one point at least. I mean, the international jury gave to them 57 points, but only one point from the televoting. But what not the last one. And we have to say that the rhythm of my show received only five points of the televoting. So what is happening with Sweden? They seem to be very modern, but now a trans uh, singer is singing and maybe we don't like a lot. Could be that or maybe they just wanted Loreen and that's it. I, mean, I don't know. The song is really for uh, dancing, for the disco. It's not a bad song. It's like a, it reminds me to Alcazar, to another group of uh, Sweden. So it's not a really bad song for only receive only five points to Eurovision. But what is happening here with the diversity? 
I don't know. We have to think about it. Or, or maybe Melody Festival and people that watch the Melody Festival, maybe we have to reflect about this. That maybe, you know, they are not too modern, too open-minded people. But it's okay. We were moving on. Things that are good. Kiana is not going. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Kiana. Last time she had a bad time because she was like almost there and then she wasn't with her song. I don't know what you thought about her song. I thought it was like very yeah. average. Yeah, I don't yes. know. Nothing special to me, but... I don't I mean, she became popular with the Melody Festival and so good for her mm -hmm. because uh, maybe in Sweden or in the neighboring countries she has a really good future in the music but uh, please don't cross the borders <laughs> right now because it's one diva that is uh, really, I mean, as you said, the average. It's nothing special. It's just a really cute girl. That's all. And she was also almost about to win. She was uh, in the scoreboard, like, leading. Also, she was one of the favorite ones. But this thing happened a lot in the Melody Festival, eh? that they are like a, ooh, almost, almost. And in this year, they made a recap of uh, some people that almost go to Eurovision. And one of them was Danny Saucido, that uh, had a long story in the Melody Festival, eh? a lot of really good songs, but finally never went to Eurovision. And I want to say, Danny Saucedo, please, again to the Melody Festival. <laughs> Keep trying. <laughs> yes, yes, yes she's she has a really good vibe, songs, energetic. I mean, this kind of uh, really deep song of Florin are nice, <laughs> but I also want to enjoy Eurovision with the songs, uh, dancing song, EDM and this kind of thing. Not always have to be Malta or Cyprus who, <laughs> who take this kind of, uh, of music. About Lorin, Tattoo, really good, really good. We don't have nothing to complain about her. I mean, she's perfect. I mean, yeah, like you said last time that, what did you say last time? That it was not, it was the same thing, right? Yes. I mean, she's always in a kind of the same set. It's a really close set mm -hmm. with a lot of shadows, lights, and a little bit of uh, screening, mm -hmm. you know. And Swedish people know how to take the maximum of the minimum. So Yeah, uh, like Cornelia last exactly, year. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And what do you think about Tattoo, Mate? Do you like it? Is it like normal, like not special? I think what? it didn't give anything to me. Honestly, you know, after Euphoria, oh, Euphoria was a banger. Everyone listened to it. The radios were full of the song and it gave you a satisfaction. It gave you a big vibe. It was a great song. It was a, it's a top song. And now after this comes Tattoo. I don't feel anything special in it, mm. even though, you know, it's a great song. You know, Lauren, Lauren is a, is a great singer. But I think that other participants in Melody Festivalen could have given another feeling, not like uh, Lorreen. And mm -hmm. uh, Lorreen is a legend, is an icon. You know, you know her, you know what you can get from her. That's why I thought that she, even though, you know, the hype, I understand the hype. It's a great song, again. But still, I think somebody else should have taken her place. I really agree with you, Mate, because uh, she could be in the final because, I mean, it's a legend and she also deserves to be in that final, but not to win, not to win. I want to be another participant also. I think that we are in front of uh, the second euphoria. Um, I don't know. I like the song even. Eh? Right now it's uh, in my mind, stick, stick, stick every day, but uh, it's nothing, nothing new, nothing new. A drama about this? That's what I wanted to tell you guys. And Mate probably doesn't know about this because it's a Spanish drama, but it's related to Lorene. 
So it's very interesting. So, okay, I will explain. There is this woman in Spain called Eva Soriano. She's a radio host and also a comedian. And she went to an interview in a very popular Spanish talk show, late night talk show. And she was asked, like, what celebrity do you not like? Because you've had a bad experience with them. And she said, well, I don't want to say it because the fans are going to come at me, but I don't like Lorraine. And people were like, what? Why? And she explained that they had to do a show. And Lorraine was invited to sing after that show. So Eva Soriano was like the host and she had to like be there for an amount of hours and she had to like host the event. And yes, I said Lorraine was supposed to perform after them. But I don't know why, Lorraine wanted to perform in the middle of the event. So they had to wait for her to finish her performance. And when she finished, they were all like drained and wrecked and did not understand why Lorraine just wanted to sing when it was not her turn. So Eva Soriano, this host, she went and she was like, get out. <laughs> she told her like, you're being disrespectful, get out of the stage. And it was like, oh my God, I did oh. not know about this drama, these Jews. When wow. was this? This I don't know when this the, was. She didn't say it. The no? show that Eva Soriano host. Uh -huh. I don't know if it was uh, last year. Maybe I don't know exactly. Wow. Maybe it could be or a few years ago. It could be yeah. Yes. Wow. I didn't. I didn't hear about this one. <laughs> I was surprised. I was <laughs> like, oh my god. I mean, yeah. Eva Soriano said that maybe she's a wonderful person. Like she's not saying that, but in that moment she was not like a nice colleague, like a nice professional. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that was juicy and that people should know. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. Also, a uh, thing that is juicy, it's the possibility, because the media right now are talking about uh, possible copy with some parts of the song of uh, Tattoo Lorin and one Spanish song. In fact, it's the original soundtrack of Pon Aeri, that is a really electronic club. <laughs> was a really famous uh, electronic club in Spain. And um, some parts, I mean, we could feel that it's similar, but we could not say right now nothing because, of course, the law is very strict. So it's about that. The media is talking about that. But even though we like the original, we also like Lorin, even if it's maybe, maybe something you know, inspiring <laughs> of that song. But what about the next songs? The song, the song that are coming to this year, please. There are a lot of them, as you know. Like we reacted last Eurodramas to some of them. Croatia, I think. Croatia, uh -huh. Belgium, Ukraine, and some of these countries. But now there are more songs that are coming that are new and others that we haven't reacted to. So maybe we can talk about them. Now I want to start with Georgia. The land of the Kachapuri. <laughs> <laughs> and also because now a new Georgian volunteer has arrived. Ah. So we have a secret insight on the Georgian candidate. I mean, what she said, maybe it's not the truth. Maybe it is. We don't know. But we have this idea now. An idea is the song that Georgia has this year. And the singer is called Iru. So... <laughs> Victor said something really funny about this music video. Can you say it? Yes, please? when I started to watch the video, for me, I like because it has this kind of dark atmosphere. Mm -hmm. I like with horns, something as, I mean, dark, red and um, black lining. So it was nice. It was nice. But uh, when the video was more and more and more and more, I mean, I think that they have budget for the beginning, but <laughs> then was only <laughs> one euro and two sandwiches. <laughs> Yeah, and the currency in, in Georgia is Laris. Yes. So three Laris, three Laris. is about one euro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yes. that's the budget. 
So, but it's amazing. It's and amazing. what is the secret? Tell, tell to the audience. The secret that I know, the new volunteer told me, is that this woman, Iru, she won Euro Junior back in the day when she was a child. And that she's like a Nepo baby. <laughs> like, she comes from nepotism. And she's said to be, like, allegedly, like, I don't know any of this. But she's supposed to be, like, arrogant and, like, yes, I am better than all of you and my voice is the best and I am supposed to go to Eurovision. But this is all just rumors that our volunteer, new volunteer, has heard. So yes. we don't know. I, I wouldn't be surprised because <laughs> Napo babies can have that kind of... I don't know why I can say, mm. but I don't like Napo babies. And <laughs> the, the, the problem is that they say the same. It's another artist, which I think we're going to talk about later. What about Israel? Israel, like, oh my God, this song, okay, I'm not going to lie, is growing on me because, like, it's catchy, but at the same time, it's like, the concept is funny to me because the name of the song is Unicorn and the artist is Noah Kirel. <laughs> okay, Mate, I can see that you have opinions already just watching your face, <laughs> yes. seeing your face. Tell, tell. The microphone yes, yes. is just... No, <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I think that song is so terrible. I, I don't know why a lot of people like it. I, I've seen top lists and it's like in the top five. And, wow. and I don't know what's good in a unicorn. And like you saw the, the music. Uh, yes, yes, I did. She is, <laughs> she's like a cantor or I don't know how you can say it. Like she's half a unicorn uh, yeah, and yeah. getting off of the unicorn. And I don't even like the vibe of the song. I don't even like the... Um, I the am powerful like a unicorn. <laughs> I, I don't I don't even like the whole concept of the song. And not even the the rhythms. It's just just not it. I didn't saw the the selection of the Israeli uh, songs, but I'm sure that there was something better than this. But I think I'm I'm not against it. It's a song. I think there are verse than this. <laughs> I think it's very Israel. Like It's very Israel. Yeah, like it makes sense for that country to release that song. Like I was shocked when I saw that it was like the unicorn theme. The part where she says feminine, feminine, feminine bill yeah. or something. Like she makes a new adjective. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very funny. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Like it makes sense for you to be a unicorn. We'll see. Maybe the stage and the performance is good, but I think that it's going to be just like not very high on the polls when she performs live. I have that intuition. That's a typical failing song in Eurovision. What do you think that, oh, this song is so Eurovision, it's going to have a higher place. And then the jury does not give a single point and then everyone wins. So, of course, it won't win because... We know that's there is Lauren, mm-hmm. but I think it's not another winner material song. Yeah, I think one song that could be the winner. Well, I don't know if they're going to be the winner because I still think that Ukraine is going to win again. <laughs> but I think that... <laughs> yes, in the final moment, maybe 800,000 points. <laughs> Heart of Steel, Ukraine. But this time, this time, the Ukrainian song is better than the last one. Better than <gasps> Stefania? Oh, oh no! God. That is controversial. That is that is a drama. That is a drama for us. <laughs> because in the last show, Eurodrama 7, we said that we liked Stefania better than Heart of Steel. So no. We ha- we have a drama in the Eurodramas because we don't like at all. Maria made the new song of Ukraine. And Mate is talking that uh, it's even better. Wow. Yes. I just cannot. Better. I cannot. Uh, <laughs> it is better. Reasons. Reasons. Don't, don't tell me that that song is better than Heart of Steel. I think Heart of Steel has a feeling. It doesn't. The other one. A feel feeling anything. of what? <laughs> a feeling of good. Like uh-huh. it has a good feeling. It could go as a potential, for example, TikTok sound because it has a feeling. But Stefania, I, I didn't like that song. And and actually, you know, last year when it got seven million points, it, it just 
took away all my liking in the song. So now and, I'm okay. Just... If that is the reason, I understand. If that is the reason, yes. I understand. And that's also how the things happen in Eurovision. That we think for ourselves that this song will win, and then happen that other people like the song, and maybe a lot of people more like that song, and for for that reason, win. Yeah, that is happening now. I think with Austria, I've watched this song for the first time on TikTok. So like it's going viral on TikTok. Austria has the song "Who the Heck is Edgar," which is basically a song about Edgar and Poe. I think it's appropriate because they can sing at the Eurovision. So who the hell is Edgar? I mean, yeah, I think you can say it because yes, they're gonna say it. But yeah, basically the song is very funny because they are talking about that they are possessed by Edgar and Poe, and they are writing, <laughs> yeah. and it's like he's inside of me writing, and I'm just like, <laughs> and it's so funny. <laughs> and the song is good, actually. Like I like the theme. Like I feel like it's unique, and I like the song. I think it's one of my favorites, actually. This and year. I thought that this song has no lyrics and no meaning. But after that, I looked after it, and some people wrote that you know there was like zero 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 three, which uh, means that that's how many cents of money they get after stream on uh, on streaming on places, for example, yeah. Spotify. And that's how they're standing up for the for the artists who don't get appreciated enough for their songs. For the first time, I thought that it was a terrible song like what's the lyrics Edgar Allan Poe 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 that's all you hear but after you look after it and there's like AR you get reminded of the music industry yeah. and uh, I think now it has has some meaning it has and it's actually feminism, not just a song yeah yes. it has a lot of meanings the history it's uh, really important half a history or a story in fact about the the song It's really important because when the people or the journalists ask you what is your song about or why it's special, why do you have to win? Now you have things to tell, no more than this is a dance song, this is a popular song, this is a just a commercial song. They have something to tell, and it's also why I like this uh, song. At the beginning, I thought I thought the same. It's like, a, what is this? But then it's like a, it's really symbolic. Oh, it's like when you watch a movie, a really good movie that you like to watch and then rewatch for pay attention to other details. I like. They will win a lot of uh, streamings because of that and also but I think more in the video clip mm. in the in their own video clip. So it that is nice. Yeah. And also I oftenly look after top lists. We have um, a mobile application which is called Eurovision Song Contest Community or something, and there where you can um, rank your artists. And uh, the Austria Austria is at the f uh, fourth place, mm -hmm. fourth place, uh, which means that they are really liked. Yeah, and maybe are. also from the jury. Who knows? And if both of them like it, it can be a potential winner. Exactly. I think if they're not a winner, like they're gonna have success after yes. this. Yeah. So, At least yeah, top five. Sure. Pay attention. Yeah, maybe the next year it's in Austria, the Eurovision, mm -hmm. like uh, with Vienna. Then I'm going. But I want to talk about UK because, like, they are the hosts, and I was curious about UK song, and it came out recently, I think, and I was like, oh, I'm curious about what they're gonna do because they are hosting with Ukraine. So yeah, I was curious. But we have a, a really big but. <laughs> Why? Yes. Tell to the audience. The Jews already. Yes. I mean, okay, I'm going to explain first. So the artist's name is May Muller. I mean, Muller sounds German. I don't know, but she's British. Le. And the song is called I Wrote a Song. I usually don't like when people are singing about songs. Like, I don't know. It's For me, it's, it's weird. Basic. It's really basic. <laughs> it's really basic. <laughs> it's But, yeah. about that she broke up with her boyfriend. Yeah, basically. And that uh, he cheated on her. Oh. And then uh, instead of... Uh, being depressed or crushing him to the earth and, and I don't know make his life uh, miserable she wrote a song 
And yeah. that's what it was the song about. It's very Mabel. Don't call me up. You know, it's the same vibe, the same type of uh, artist, I think. And I also think it's very similar to Israel, to the Israel music video. Like they are both in a restaurant with the guy and the guy has done something bad. So they're copying each other now. So it's for me, it's funny. So she wrote a song about better writing for the us. song. Better. <laughs> it's better. But when I was listening to the song, I was listening to it carefully and I heard some Spanish guitar. I don't know if you were, like, if you know this, but at some point it was a little bit of and I was like, ooh. So okay. it's a kind of uh, that they are joking because, like, uh, haha, it's fine. We take your place because you didn't win with uh, slow mo and, and even we use your Spanish guitar. I don't know. It could hmm. be. Like, I feel like a lot of people are trying to not copy slow mo, but getting this Latin vibe. For example, Poland. We haven't talked about Poland, <gasps> but the song, <laughs> the song is very, like, tropical, also, like, yeah, this Blanca girl with a yeah, I think she could be more Spanish than Polish. So, reminding me about the solo song from Poland, mm -hmm. I have a juice about it. Oh my which god, is, wow. take your glass. This I is have it ready. the big one. Take the big glass because this is. <laughs> <laughs> let's see, let's see. So, Blanca, who is, who is singing solo mm -hmm. for Poland. And that was Jan with Gladiator, which blew up the internet. Literally blew up. I don't know how you not know about it, but it was a potential song. Everybody loved it. It's actually, I think, better than Lauren. It would have won the Eurovision Song Contest. But Blanca, she is set to be an Apple baby. And she is set to be a friend of the TVP or TVE. I have no idea how, how is it called in uh, Poland, which is the broadcaster of the National, the national Selection. Uh -huh. And her friend might be the owner's son and that's why she won because they know each other oh. and uh, the jury so Jan was loved Gladiator was loved they got the full points you know you can get 12 points from the people you can get 12 points from the jury which is controversial because you can see that jury is not really a, a thing that you can trust I think in my opinion it should be given more to the people Jan won the 12 points Blanca won I think 8 or 10 I don't know but you know it was still on the top but Jan won the points the jury gave then to Jan 7 points and to Blanca 12 points that's how she won the contest. Everybody was amazed, not amazed. They were Pissed. they were shocked. How could she win with that terrible song, which she can't even sing in it. She can't even pronounce the words. I, I don't want to get <laughs> more into it. But oh, the song is funny. Like you need to listen to it. Like, but like the Polish people made a petition to redo it and to send Jan to the Eurovision and not Blanca. And uh, this Ooh. petition had almost like a half a million writers and uh, from everyone of the world. They were so mad that Jan didn't win the contest. And uh, after that, Jan posted on Instagram a post that uh, don't hurt Blanca because he's rooting for her and uh, just support Blanca even though she won it. And that he is thankful for all the supporters, but please don't make it more than that. And uh, now it was about two weeks now, three weeks now. So I think it's dropped and also it's a, a song and Blanca is going to Eurovision but I think it was it's like one of the biggest dramas in the past following years yeah but now we're gonna take matters into our own hands and we are going to become the jury we're gonna be mm. the judges because we are going to make our own ranking of our favorite songs of this year top three is okay top three but I also have like honorable mentions so uh -huh. I mean okay I can say okay. top three but yeah okay who wants to start for me okay you start I mean for me, I have two rankings. The one that I want to win, my favorite ones, and the one that I think that it will be the winner. 
But yeah, I also have that. I want to believe in me. I want to believe in the people also. And I will talk today the songs that I like to be in the top. So for me, my top, and I have to be... So Without Spain or with Spain? No, no, with Spain. Okay, because okay. my favorite one right now is Blanca Paloma. The second one, I have uh, some doubts with the second and the third. Because uh, I don't know... In which position I like uh, Lorin? So, let, okay, let's... <laughs> Lorin second? No, 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 Lorin second, uh. no. Second, Austria. Okay. Third, Lorin. Okay. But that's what you think, not yes. what you, or what you want. What I think. What you think. Okay. That is what I want, in mm -hmm. fact. <laughs> you it's want not, Lorin third? It's not like a, the final uh -huh. decision. I have uh, another top. This is my top. My top is Blanca Paloma, second, Austria, third, Lorin. That is three songs that I like a lot. Okay. Mate. Tell me. Okay, so I also have a top for myself and what I think that's going to be the winner. So my top is really, really controversial. Oh, and no, I, I think I don't think anybody has this kind of... I, I am really serious about ranking my songs since uh -huh. years because I'm a big fan. And this year, I think my favorite song is Portugal. <gasps> oh, yeah, it is Coração. Coração. I listened to it this morning. I did not like it a lot. I love it. It's such a good song. Portugal always comes with something special. Always comes with their styles. Always comes with uh, everything. Like you get it, you get there. Oh, Portugal! You know what's gonna be the vibe? What's gonna be the, the song? Yeah. They are always unique. They're nothing cheesy pop songs which are gonna flop in two days. I think it's really good, but it's really controversial. I I saw them. Almost nobody likes it, but for me, it's my winner. The second place for me is France. France, France. Oh. <laughs> it's such a good month. song. It's such a good song. Very French. Okay. It's, it's, You're it's with our neighbors second. now, so let's see what, which one is the third one. <laughs> and the third one is Finland. Finland was Cha Cha Cha. That song is interesting, I have to say. The video clip is very confusing to me, but the song is interesting. For the first listen, I hated it. I hated it for like two weeks because I didn't mm. like it. Yesterday, I watched all the songs. And yesterday, I thought, oh my God, what did I think? This song is actually brilliant. It's so unique. It's so unique, in my opinion. But I think the winner is going to be Lorraine. No, 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 I, I, I think, don't think so. I don't think. Lorraine I don't think so. I think the audience no. likes it too much. Yes, and now, but not, now, not have you me. have you heard about the new regulations in Eurovision, which means that more percentage of the audience gives a chance to pick the song than the jury. And now, me, I I will be able to vote because uh, it, I'm international. I think it will give a lot of chance to Lorraine, even though I like don't like it that much. It's mm. my it's on my fourth place, Lorraine. I think she's gonna win. Or And next to it, for the second, I think it's going to be Finland or Ukraine. They're going to be the two or the third. So I think Ukraine is going to be on the top, even though, you know why. We all know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know. For me, I'm going to start with the one that I think is going to happen. I think, yeah, Ukraine is going to be first. <laughs> I've been saying it for like a few months now. I think Lorraine is going to be, I feel like she will be either top three or in the middle. Like, I feel it could go either way because maybe someone surprises us and it's like, yeah, it goes up and Lorraine goes down. I don't know. Anything could happen. And then third place could be, I don't know, some country, like one of those that you said, like could be like a surprise or something like that. So I leave it open. But my three favorite, I mean, okay, I'm not going to count Spain because I'm Spanish. So if I had to vote from like outside, I cannot vote to Blanca Paloma. But of course, <laughs> she's the first in my heart. Of course, she is. But then I really liked Austria, as I've said before. So for me, maybe they are the first. 
Then second, I have Moldova. I really like Moldova. <laughs> I don't know what you think about it. That's uh, not my favorite. It's a metal song for me. Yeah, for me, it was interesting. It has this uh, drums, song, the rhythm, and then the forest and the witches and the things. It's on my 24th. 24. 24. I, I really like that song. Like, I didn't expect anything. But when I listened to it, I was like, okay, it's actually a banger. Okay, I actually like it. And then also, we talked about it the other week with Eurodrama 7, Czech Republic. I mean, I think it's going a lot for, like, Ukrainian votes and stuff. But I do like the song of Czech Republic. So that is more or less my top three. Although, yeah, Spain first in my heart. And then Lorraine. Lorraine is over there as well. She's like fourth, maybe, for me as well. Let's see what happened. Let's see, let's see. Let's see. We are closer and closer to the Eurovision 2023, but we are closer and closer to the end. <laughs> today. Yes, yes, we are ending today already. So, okay, if you guys don't have anything else to say, I think we can conclude this beautiful edition of our Eurodramas Part 8. Thank you so much, guys, for being with me today. It's thank a pleasure. So it's a pleasure. And thank you so much for inviting me for the last <laughs> Your Germans, who knows? We never know. We never we know. Never the commission know. is always ready for an emergency. <laughs> Let's Available. hope for more drama. But for advance, for advance I, I'm thankful for inviting me here. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. You know, we are available 24-7 for Eurodramas. So, yes. <laughs> So you guys know that you can follow us on social media. We are Mushtar FM on Facebook and on Instagram. And yeah, I hope to see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.